guys. It's your favorite neighborhood hot messes here. I'm Rachel Osterhout. I'm Sydney Glenn. I'm Keegan Morgan. And this is Trauma Tuesdays. Woo-hoo. Now, this has been off this has been my <laughs> new favorite part to start. Uh, Keegan, anything weird happened to you this week? Um, so this was forced upon myself. I did this to myself. But I was thrifting. And one of my friends is having a Minecraft-themed birthday party at our house. And I was like, this isn't a fucking game. Like, I want to come I want to come ready. This I is an come amateur prepared. hour. Yeah, this is an amateur hour. This is Minecraft updated. Uh-huh. This is These are the OGs who are showing up to this, who have played this since middle school. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to do this correctly. If you just muted me, you're done. You're done, really. <laughs> um, I didn't mute <laughs> So I was thrifting. And I come across these, like, army pants. And I'm like... This shit looks exactly like a creeper. Like, I was like, who am I going to come dress as? Like, Steve or, like, a dog? And then, like, I saw that somebody's name was sewn on the pants, which I feel like is a little insensitive because they might have died with their time in the military. So please let me know, like, any families who donated to the rich goodwill in this town, their their relation to him and us, because now I feel insensitive every time somebody's like, damn, you look good in those pants. I'm like, yo, shout out him and us for having a fat ass. Like, I don't... I don't want to be insensitive. I don't want to be rude. But I am shouting out Jimenez for their service. Mm-hmm. And the goddamn pants. Right. And the ass of the pants that did some service. Um, so, <laughs> speaking of dead people, um, I was driving from Rocky Mount to Wilmington. You have not clarified Jimenez is dead or Jimenez. Um, you said there was a lot of obituaries under that name. That is correct. I did look up Jimenez. I'm an obituary. <laughs> Anyway, so bad. (laughs) I just heard my Jake Gyllen bad, so I had to, like, make one worse. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, speaking of, like, dead people, um, I was, like, on my way to Wilmington, and I'm still in my hometown at this point. I drive past, like, these houses that are, like, in the middle of nowhere, because that's, like, what most of the town is. As someone lovingly called it Hicksville recently. Um... (laughs) talking about someone else who lived there and i said hey i also live there and he was like oh um anyway so i see these people like digging and they're like like digging and they're like digging by a tree and then i turn and there's a bunch of them there's like the whole family girl cough break i'm sorry (laughs) the whole family is surrounding this tree and like two of them are like digging and then i slow down because i'm like what the fuck and I see that they're like crying and one of them's holding like a box. So they were absolutely burying ashes just in their front yard, in pure daylight. I-, I would be so pissed if I got cremated and you put my ashes in the fucking front yard in Rocky Mount when you could have taken me to like the ocean. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know, some people just have, they have just, I don't know. I don't even know what to say to that. Okay, also, uh, skinny white boys wearing glasses. Mm. Um, I seem, they just seem to flock to me. I don't know. I never call to them, but they just <clears throat> seem to appear. Well. No, it's happened. I literally, I didn't even say I was like single or on any platform. And they just like literally came to my Flickr meeting. Two of them. Uh, this is the first platform. Rachel is announcing that she is single, skinny white there. boys with glasses. Yes. You have potential. You have so potential. much potential. Um, anyway, so I like I keep saying if if he has 20-20 vision, I don't want him. You know? <laughs> 
if he isn't called like four eyes in Harry Potter and bullied in middle school, I don't want him. So I've learned that I'm like really, okay, I'm really good at flirting. I'm really bad at getting flirted with because this guy was like, oh God, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Um, This guy was saying like, oh, you have a lot of like Switch games. I bet I can meet, beat you in Mario Kart. And I was like, yeah, I like only played it twice. I bet you could. <laughs> he was like... I bet I could beat you in Smash Bros. And I was like, yeah, actually, I like, I hate that game. Like, I kept falling off the platform and like That's panicking. That's shitty flirting, though. And then, don't say We're that. We're film That's majors. So what else do you expect? <laughs> what? We're film majors. What else Yo, do you expect? I bet I could fucking beat you in this no, game okay. and tell you all about Pulp Fiction and how it's the best <laughs> I goddamn can't say movie shit of all time. Because I went on a whole tangent to this man. Why certain Pokemon are better than others? He, he just said Chimchar was cool. And I was like, fuck you. That monkey's ugly. And he's like, no, no it's not. I was like, monkey. Turtwig. Turtwig is so much cooler. And then he was like, well, I like this one. I was like, you have horrible taste in Pokemon. He likes Torchic. It looks so <laughs> ugly when it's evolved. I like Bulbasaur. And he doesn't agree. Fuck you. I Johnny. <laughs> oh, I really hope that I'm not the only one here that does not know what you just said. No, I do. Okay. You get to feel left out because that was my fucking monkey when I was a kid. That was my it's choice. It's ugly. And Pokemon. You're ugly. Shut up. <laughs> you're hot. <laughs> you're, you're the Bad bitches only on this podcast. I've fucking seen in my entire life. Those skinny white boys better watch out tonight. They better watch. They got some competition. I can't even remember what I was about to say. <laughs> oh, I, someone was telling my sister's husband about like uh, horoscopes, like, well, you're th- your big three and like your your rising sun and moon and all that. And he was looking really confused. I know he plays Pokemon, so I go, okay. So fire signs don't get along <laughs> with like these signs, just okay. like Pokemon aren't good against these. And he was like, oh. You know what? That's a great explanation. Definitely Honestly, is. that's a yeah. great explanation. And so if you're ever trying to remember what goes against what in the game, if you're like really into astrology, just, you know, kind of do that. She's also, the, I'm like, once again, so bad at being flirted with. Um, I was like, oh, by the way, like, I need to know like your your astrological sign. This is important. He was like, why would I tell you my birth date? And I was like, you have 30 seconds to tell me or I find it myself. And so I, <laughs> he doesn't tell me. I go, first I find, try to find, he does not have Facebook. I'm like, <clears throat> okay. Then I go, Instagram, pictures tagged up that he's tagged in. 2019, a Quidditch match. Happy birthday to one of our Quidditch players on November 9th. And then I go back to the chat. No. Within 45 <laughs> seconds, I say November 9th. He was like, fuck. <laughs> I don't even care if people think I'm creepy. I just want to, I'm just so impressed with myself. Oh, no, I used to do the same thing. thing. I used to do the same thing. My dad, um, he is hashtag single as I know of, that I know of. But um, Is he interested? Is he a white boy oh wearing my. glasses? Hold on for a second. This is the yeah. first platform. Sydney's dad has announced being single. Yeah, go hit up. I'm not even going to say his name. You can find it later. Uh-huh. But Mr. I'll find it in 45 father. seconds. Mr. Killing's <laughs> yes, Mr. Clean's father. Um, uh, but anyways, he, he would be like, oh, I'm going on a date tonight. And I'd be like, oh, what's the name? And he would give me just her first name. And it was like a game that we, we started doing where I'd be like, okay, give me like a few minutes. Oh my gosh, is her name Sherry Berry? You know, like stuff like that. Um, Elevator queen. Yeah. Yo. And he's just like, and I'm like, oh, she has this many kids. I'm like, okay, fun, fun. Um, and that's like, 
this is this is getting too creepy. <laughs> I'm just like one time I like I was like 15 and I saw this guy I thought was like really cute. I he worked at the aquarium with me. I did not know his first or last name, uh, but I went onto the logged into my volunteer thing, found a list of all the other volunteers, what their hours were. Uh, went under and looked up each one on Instagram until I found him. And then I followed him. And he was like, next time I worked with him, he was like, you don't even know my name. Like, how did you find me? I was like, don't even, don't worry about it. I should be like, oh, it just came up. He had up. a girlfriend. It was really sad. He was also a white boy with glasses. I've always been like this. <laughs> okay, uh, real quick. What are your childhood crushes? Uh, Flynn Rider and the guy from Atlantis. White boy saw and glasses. <laughs> wow. <laughs> impressive um i'm that's the first ones that came to my mind and for some reason i can no longer think of it oh meg from hercules i thought you meant meg the stallion (laughs) that's you (laughs) meg from hercules like the way i she is so beautiful so amazing she she is (laughs) she is bad bitch megan the stallion is the opposite of a skinny white boy with glasses she is a thick and powerful i would allow it i would simply allow it I no, I, I, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Can also, get- Rachel's wearing a Weezer sweatshirt. Okay, you were wearing a Rick and Morty hoodie last week, so we can both just like make fun of each oh, other. Oh, I didn't know that was gonna hurt that damn bad. <laughs> I paid, I'm pissed. I paid like, God, it was like an ungodly amount for this sweatshirt because it was at the concert. You already told this story already, on the podcast. No, it's already. I was just complaining about it's already pilling. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Do like, you, I paid an ungodly amount for it to like already be like having those little like bump things. Oh, you have to wash it with like pilling. materials. Oh, I throw all. Okay. So I'm a psychopath. I, yeah, it wouldn't be the first time someone said that with no context anyway. Yeah. After <laughs> you just Facebook stalked somebody and got every single piece of information. It wasn't in on 45 Facebook. seconds. It was on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> my my no, apologies. Okay. So I throw everything into the wash all by itself. I've never been proven otherwise. I throw whites into the wash with reds. Nothing bad has ever happened to me. Uh, I also didn't know that you had to clean out the dryer vent until six months ago. Oh my I don't god! Like you How anymore. have you not died? <laughs> okay, I I knew about like I I don't separate my clothes either. I just kind of like get over it whenever they're not as good as they once were, like with the pilling and stuff. But, um, yeah, because, like, you're not supposed to put towels with, like, all your other clothes together because it'll cause that. Um, I just said, you know, let's just not. Um, I never knew that. Yeah. Tea. Tea. Also, you're not supposed <laughs> to wash je- jeans. Or if you wash your jeans, you're not supposed to, like, dry them in the dryer. You're supposed mm-hmm. to hang dry them. I literally don't. I'm not Why? good at washing stuff. You know when you think that you're, like, good at, like, a simple thing in life or, like, that you can do it? And then, like, you, you see can't. this, like, this TikTok hacks that's, like, you've been using forks wrong your whole life. And you're like, fuck. It's like, I knew it. Also, I thought of another uh, thing that I said that makes me really bad at receiving flirting. Um, he swiped up on my story and was, like, complimented me. And I replied back, I have pepper spray. No. <laughs> Here's the thing is, I think you need some time alone. That shit is funny. It is. The thing and is, if he doesn't find it funny, he's not someone I would like flirt with anyway. You send I... back a video, and it's just you like <laughs> bouncing like a video game character, and then you whip out a knife. Like, no, he's I... coming to the party, and he was like, "Wait, so should I not pull up to the party if you're gonna pepper spray me?" <laughs> and I was like, "Depends what you end up saying. I'll have it. I'll have it there." And then, like. Depends on if you meet Keegan. And then he sent me the red flag emoji because I had sent him that when he said he was like both a film major and a business major. I'm like, oh, take it back. Mm. Take back the business major at least. 
<laughs> Red flag emoji. Fair. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. it. I'm also really bad with flirting, if that helps, because I call everybody <laughs> bro and dog. I'm like, yo, that. what's up, dog? How you doing, my boy? <laughs> I keep saying bestie, so then they automatically think they're friend-zoned, which, I mean, they kind of are, but they don't need to know that yet. Fair. Fair. I want to be a Manic Pixie Dream Girl. I want... I want to be Keegan. I am not! Yeah. Yo, for the last time, The way everyone looks at Keegan and, like, falls in love with her and she has no idea, and, like, they're like, I don't don't even know her, but I just saw her on the street, and I feel like... I feel like she's, like, my future wife, and she's like... What's up, bro? <laughs> Sup, dog? This is not true. I have been attempted kidnapped twice. The only thing people they think, want you so bad. No, the only thing people think when they see me across the street is she looks vulnerable. Let me let me kill her. Manic pixie dream girl. She also has pepper spray. Yo, Billy thinks this is funny. Just so you know, so the audience knows. <laughs> we're inviting Billy to a party after this. Oh, and Billy's coming we're to a get party. So crunk with Billy, and he's gonna be our laugh track for the entire party. <laughs> We're gonna get, actually we're gonna get Billy some bitches. Didn't we say we were gonna do that? Yes. No. There is there actually okay. he was this down. is the first time we're announcing on the podcast that Billy is single. <laughs> yes. There actually is no uh like musical playlist this party. It's just Billy's last track from the podcast on repeat. Okay, fuck you. I made like a great playlist. <laughs> well that better be the playlist. Yeah. I it's just Billy's Oh, it's Billy's song that he made about us, actually. Uh, just Jake Jill and Balls, the whole, the whole I party. I haven't seen it. I haven't listened <laughs> to Rachel it. Rachel played it for me before the podcast, and I was oh, cackling. I, like it. I was cackling. I'm excited. I'm, like, yeah. so hyped for it. I've been driving for four hours, though. Like, the whole second <laughs> verse is your rant, so, yeah. I'm so excited. It's he said everything. the whole second verse is my it's rant. It's fucking everything. <laughs> Sometimes I, like... Okay, since we record every other week. Wait, we had a topic for this podcast. We're getting there. I think it's nice to have a fun intro for this. Okay. You can cut this out, Billy. Okay. We were just, like, discussing. Here's the time. I know, we okay. started at 4.30. Okay. Yeah, we're, oh, we're 15 okay. minutes in. Okay. okay, we can cut all this out. Anyway. No, well, we here. cannot. Here. So, here's our transition. Uh-huh. So, we're talking about how we're wanting to get bitches. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> and how we BB, are Billy's bitches. Yeah. Yes. And we're talking about red flags. And so what are some th- red flags that you might have not seen in the past that you are now healing from? Ooh, transition. Now I completely forgot what I was like thinking. <laughs> Good transition. Thank you. Um <laughs> Okay. How about I start? Yeah. Okay. So this podcast is we're going to be talking about healing and bad relationships or not even necessarily just bad relationships, just stuff that has ended up being causing having a negative effect that you had to learn from. And that's not even just like romantic relationships that can be friend relationships and stuff like that. Um, So, you know, what are... I guess a good way to start out without completely trauma dumping onto our audience (laughs) is what are some things that we have learned from our past relationships that are really important to know whenever you're going into a new friendship or new romantic relationship? I would definitely say like, like this is more for a friendship, obviously, but whenever like they expect you to pay for them and then like, don't like, say anything about paying mm. you back or like nothing like that because that's weird <clears throat> to me when you first meet somebody and you like spot them for something they're like oh thanks and you're like hold on <laughs> <laughs> yes. your taco bell was 12 dollars 
I don't have that money. That was my Taco Bell for tomorrow. <laughs> now I don't get Taco Bell tomorrow. I definitely And you had the that. nerve on one of the podcast episodes to say you don't like Taco Bell that much. I hate Taco Bell. That was just an example. I do not like Taco Bell. I actually found... So I got it. I got myself when I was really sad, like a Crunchwrap Supreme, mm-hmm. because that was the only app I had on my phone that was food. So I ordered it so that I would force myself to go get food because it's rude to the workers to just leave your order there. Respect. So I couldn't just leave it there. So I got up and got it, forgot about it, put it in the fridge. Next day, I was like, oh, let me air fry it. Took a bite out of the cold um, quesarito first to see like how Wait. it was. Or Crunchwrap Supreme. Okay. Like the little the little Pentagon thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> forgot about it. Yesterday, I tried to use the air fryer and my Taco Bell is still just sitting there. It's no. been like a week. First off, it smelled like fresh lettuce. It smelled so fresh. And that's the part that I'm disturbed by. I still have not cleaned the air fryer. I just took out the Crunchwrap and put in two corn dogs. (laughs) God. Um. I like how we went from like... Anyway, so this is like the worst thing someone's done to me. Anyway, so I like left a Taco Bell <laughs> item in the air. So it all connects. It all Moral connects. of the story, I am the red flag. <laughs> I am sorry for getting things. <laughs> no, okay. Um, one that like I did genuinely want to talk about that I've seen in every relationship that soon after, usually around two weeks to a month after, ended up ending. And so before that, it's getting irritated with the person with the smallest things and I could see when someone was doing that with me all of a sudden things that never bothered them before that I did were bothering them and then they would say something about it all of a sudden my driving bothered them like all of a sudden like this little thing I do bothered them and like things I had been doing the whole relationship I've only ever been in long relationships uh my first one was a year second one was two years third one was a year um (laughs) that's why I have so much trouble I've never been in a relationship (laughs) Uh, but yeah, no, every single one. The first one, um, that's how I knew he was cheating, and he was. Uh, he got really irritated about like the smallest things, really defensive. Second one, super irritated about the smallest things, was just ready to like move on. And third one, same thing. And it's something that like I automatically picked up on when it happened this time. Tried to talk to him about it. He was like, "No, it's this, this, this. It's not you." Um, and I genuinely do think he thought that, that it like wasn't me or like wanted to. Um, and so that's just something you have to brace yourself for. So by the time it came, I was kind of ready to let go because I had had everything like picked apart about me for like the past week or so. And I felt like I was walking on eggshells and that is a very like triggering feeling to me. It's how I spent my entire two year relationship, like with my second boyfriend walking on eggshells all the time. And I was like, I will never do that again. And so he was never like this for most of our relationship. It was about probably the last, like, it was like on and off within like the last month. And so that's something you have to like think about. It's like, why is this person, is this person just having a bad day? Something not to do with me? Or if it's consistent every time this person's spending time with me, it's not my fault, but it might be something going on in their head. They might be distancing themselves from the relationship before it actually ends, which I got confirmation that that is like something that happened around the same time that there was constant irritation. Um, that's actually something that I think is really big because I've noticed that in not only relationships, but in friendships. And I've caught myself doing stuff like that in the sense of like just noticing that I get more irritated, more and more irritated with someone in like a friendship. And then instead of like at that time, instead of like bringing it up to them, 
um, calmly. I just kind of like distance myself away from them. That's not a healthy way to do it. But I think that's really important to like talk about because, you know, a lot of times whenever we're in that situation, we're like, oh, crap, like I this is starting to irritate me. I don't understand why it's irritating me. But I'm not going to mention it because it's just going to make matters worse. When re- in reality, it's going to make matters so much worse if you don't talk about it. Because now there's an it elephant builds up. in the room. Yeah. Yeah. And so the biggest thing, which all of this kind of goes back to, is communication. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if you feel like you're getting irritated with every little thing, go sit yourself in a room by yourself. Evaluate why you think you're getting irritated. Was there one thing that sparked it? And now you're just finding things to add up because you're irritated about that one big thing. And if that's the case, you need to mention it to them. And then on top of it, if you have mentioned it to them and they don't fix it, start reevaluating the relationship. Is this giving me what I want? Because if it's not, I need to separate myself from this. And communicating to that person instead of just cold turkey doing it or, you know, just because relationships, no matter if they end good or bad, are all learning learning situations Mm -hmm. and so if you tell the person in a way that or if you communicate to the person why you felt unfulfilled even if they come back and they're just like oh like you know they get super defensive about it in the long run that's going to be something that they can keep in their mind because a lot of you know you hear about people later on they're like i was a toxic person you know Mm -hmm. they'll say that and then they it's all those little things starting to add up and they realize oh this behavior is not only hurting myself, it's hurting other people. And so, yeah, communication. Yeah, that actually, like, I talked to one of my, like, guy friends, and he, because I was getting to the point where I was getting convinced that I was, like, crazy, um, which I still feel like didn't need to have happened to me, but we will proceed. So I genuinely came over asking, like, am I crazy? Like, you're a guy, look at, like, what I have done, and, like, is this crazy? He was like, no. And I was like, oh, and then he talked about how he he was like, when I was in hu- a senior in high school, I did the same thing. I had this girlfriend who like was absolutely loved me, like loved me to the point where like I didn't even like deserve that much love. And I all of a sudden one day just felt like I was with her too much and broke up with her and didn't give her the closure that she deserved. And it wasn't until I was sitting here in this chair a year later that I was like, I'm an asshole. And like, of course, it's too late by then. But he like didn't even register that like what he did was like toxic and he was like I'll never do that again um you learn your lesson from it but he's like at the time I just like I feel like women have so much more emotional intelligence sometimes than men and he explained it a way I never thought of before that as soon as girls are born they're kind of put into this oh go play house go play like teacher these things that like give you the societal and emotional intelligence and boys are like fuck yeah legos and so like let's go play Uh. let's go play in the woods with a stick and like so by the time we're like 20 like we are having these like yeah no if we could just communicate like love is something you choose every day like we're having these thoughts that like 25 year olds ready to like go get married would have and like boys are like why would I communicate if easier to break up and block? Nerf or nothing, bitch. Nerf <laughs> or nothing. It, okay, let's cancel nerf because they stem the nerf or nothing, date or nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And like, it's crazy because I've had, I've been in um, relationships that like romantic <coughs> and friendships that have been very, very toxic. And 
it's so easy also to like demonize the person because they're they're attacking you know emotionally physically whatever it means and like taking a step back and realizing like these people a lot of times they don't even realize they're doing it it doesn't doesn't make it okay i will preface this if you are doing toxic things (laughs) stop doing the toxic (laughs) things because that like as soon as you figure out that it's happening you need to start helping yourself because even if you don't care <laughs> Billy took away Keegan's water bottle because she has lost water it. privileges. Which I was gonna shout out Billy because he brought us all these waters, but no, he no, just no clout me. for Billy, no bitches for Billy. No BBs are done. You, you go alone to the party tonight, Billy. Hashtag cancel Billy. Go alone. We're all gonna be there. No Billy, there's a separate party for you. <laughs> You just go into the corner and we turn off all the lights in that one corner so it's a little bit darker. And it's like, we still hear his laugh because he can still hear the conversation. It's in the we closet and it's a one-way window so only you can see us like staring at you, oh like looking God. at you up and down. Wait, we actually do have storage space under the stairs like Harry Potter. Yo, no, 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 no. Okay, new idea. Put mm-hmm. the three possible bachelors of Rachel under the staircase because she likes skinny white boys with glasses. See it, whichever one can do the best Harry Potter impression. That sounds and like such an ick. I would never talk to any of them ever again. I would talk to all of them forever. I thought you were going to say, put them on this them. podcast because we have four mics. Um, <laughs> let them fight to How chaotic would to that be? To give men a platform is very... They, they would just hard. be like, all of them would be like, um, I just kind of wanted to fuck. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> well, You're that like, got over with quickly. <laughs> not you, Alex. Not me. Not, not, not you. Not Hermione. Not me. Not Hermione. You. I love when Keegan like references TikTok sounds. But she's like put a twist on it to make it her own. But they're always out of order. <laughs> For a the solid- fuck am I doing too hot is Steven? <laughs> What's not clicking, Steven? <laughs> Cash at me right now. I think I got that right, except I said Steven twice. Yeah. I love how, like, this podcast goes from zero to 100 back to zero really fast, and it's amazing. We need comic relief. Yeah. We need no, pizza. I genuinely, pizza. when we had this pizza. idea, I... Billy, Billy agrees. <laughs> Billy agrees. Sorry, Rachel. When we had this idea, I genuinely did think I was, like, gonna have to, like, hold back crying during the podcast and stuff like that. Like, I thought it was gonna be this very, like, I don't Serious. know. Yeah, no, raw thing. And the funny thing is, is that I, because the person didn't treat me like I thought they would after the breakup, it has made it so much easier because I know now I will never go back. We broke up once before for about three days over the summer. And the whole time I was waiting for him to come back because he didn't give me a reason. And our relationship was like this picture perfect thing before. And so then we got back together. Everything was great. And then things start getting weird. The irritation, the distance. I'm distancing myself too because I can see I don't want to get hurt. And so then after the last straw is that they're they're not nice to you. They're not as nice as they could be after the breakup. And so that's, I've literally feel almost completely healed. Like, I know it's going to be hard to like see them, but I genuinely just feel like a different person, my own person. And so that's why like, I can't remember the last time like it's been like four days since i like cried and that's impressive considering it was every four minutes before <laughs> can we get an applause button? <laughs> Woo! billy's looking for it <laughs> but what has helped the most honestly is just like being surrounded by like friends like 
people who are making you laugh, people who are giving you a different perspective to things. Because I didn't have that many other relationships because the people had distanced me from my friends. The second one, he wouldn't let me have friends, really. The first one, all of my friends were his and took his side. Um, so I just didn't have any for both of those. It made it extremely painful. With this one, I had people to be like, hey, that person's fully gaslighting you. Like, I saw your messages. Like, you aren't doing what they say you're doing. And, like, I had people to be like, okay, I'm going to go buy a bottle of wine and order a pizza. And, like, let's watch this movie super lighthearted. No romance in it. And, like, I, I just, like, had so many, so much more support than I was even expecting. Like, obviously, I expected like you guys to be there for me. It's just like, I had no idea the amount of people that fully cared about me, like who I thought were just like, yeah, they're friends, but they're not like someone I like would go cry to. And then like, they've become so close to me within like the last few days. Cause I like, they have become like vulnerable to me. And we just would sit and talk about emotional things. And it was people I never expected. And it makes me feel like so like surrounded in love. And I just feel like a new person. <laughs> That's what's really amazing. And like, whenever I was coming into college, I, my boyfriend and I, we, we had, we had grown up since the sixth grade. We had been, um, in the same classes for a while, gone into college and we were doing a lot of the same hobbies and stuff like that. And we started dating freshman year of high school. And so all the way until now still dating, but, um, the biggest <coughs> thing we realized about going to separate colleges is how beneficial this would be for us because you get to become your own person because you can't, relationships aren't like, yes, you build upon each other and, you know, you are like, a, you are like a duo, but you need to bring your own life experiences to the table so you can build each other. And so we noticed like the thing that really just makes high school sweethearts not work that often is because they'll go to the same college, mm -hmm. they get the same friend group. And whenever there's any problem, it, within the relationship there's no one they can turn to or because they're either friends with him or her or they um or they you know you don't have your own place you feel like you're not your own person and so that's like something <coughs> i'm really happy that you have figured out um because it is it's so important to find your own have your own life so that you can bring more to any relationship really and that's what my friend who's in uh she actually started dating one of her best friend's brothers and so they were together all the time they were like basically neighbors like right across the street and then he got a really good job in texas so he like moved down there and originally he was like i don't want to do the distance thing she was like heartbroken because they were like doing amazing and then he came back and was like never mind i want to do, do the distance thing and she was like fuck you but okay and like <laughs> of course it was something they got over and healed from but she said that she feels like the distance made them so much stronger because you have to have that like blind trust in them. You have to have that communication. If one person is like never calling the other something, it feels very one-sided. Like you've got to both work for your relationship when there is a distance. If you're together all the time, you almost feel like you don't have to work for it anymore. It's you're like, you're like, okay, this person's always going to be there because they're always there right now. And that's even something with friendships like that I had to get over with um, like in high school. I had a lot of friendships that um, were started because I knew my boyfriend and um, they were really cool people. And, you know, I don't think they had ill intentions, but the friendships were all of convenience. We were five minutes away, 10 minutes away. So and we were hanging out and I did marching band. Don't come <laughs> at me. Um, but 
so we would co- like hang out after practice and stuff like that. But once we got into college, I had to work for it. It was always one-sided. And so really understanding when you have to work for a relationship and how much better it is whenever you find those relationships that are willing to work for, that's that's where you grow. Chef's kiss. I think that it's, as somebody who hasn't been in like a long-term like romantic relationship, but like I mean, a lot of short-term. A, yeah, a lot of short-term like relationships or like long-term friendships and shit. Like it's like there it's really hard to be vulnerable it is extremely hard like because i spent my whole life in toxic friendships and relationships like there was no oh well they could be doing this and they could mean this it was complete gaslighting and i think that i found that even in like my healthiest relationships like i'm the happiest i've ever been but i still am terrified to tell people how i feel i'm terrified to let people know that i'm angry because i think that i'm going to get hit I think that I'm going to get screamed at and I think that I'm going to lose everybody. And I think that it's really hard for people to like be so vulnerable. But the only thing is that the only thing that's like helped me get through it and like work towards healthy relationships is just know that like you can't you can't control other people's emotions, but you also can't control your own too. You can you can dampen them. You can can control your actions. You can control your actions, but you there's no point in ignoring your emotions when you are so like just you aid to everybody else's Mm -hmm. there's no point in it yeah you actually like made like you made a really good point there about like screaming and like hitting stuff um one there's like been another thing i noticed when guys get comfortable in relationships they get more comfortable yelling at you typically and i'm not saying that every guy does this i'm not saying every guy raises their voice at their girlfriends I'm just saying in my personal relationships, it has been a little bit of a pattern that once they know they've got like the person's love, they feel comfortable almost like threatening it. And like, so I, both me and my friend Summer talked about this. When guys do things like hit the wall or throw something, like even if it's not near you, they're subconsciously essentially saying i'm not going to hit you but i could yeah and i that's why i should have noticed something earlier with stuff like that like throwing objects or like hitting certain things not like punching a wall or whatever but like not even hitting anywhere near me it's just saying i am so mad i could hit something right now and i think that's a very much something to look out for a lot of people say that they're like abuse started with stuff like that they'll punch the wall near them and like then it started to be them and it's like if just saying if anyone's in a relationship where that is happening just look out for that i'm not saying everyone ends up being domestic violence but it's also i don't think it's okay to do you should never fear somebody if they're Mm -hmm. angry exactly and i feel like you know if you are in a relationship and that's starting to happen just talking to your your partner whenever it's like you both are in a calm state being like hey I know that, you know, whenever we argue, there's a lot going on, a lot of emotions are high, but this makes me extremely uncomfortable to the point where I am afraid of you or I am afraid of your actions. And I don't think that is healthy for either of us because it's just going to cause more like conflict. And however that conversation goes is just a stepper mean like, hey, if he, if they respond well to that, <coughs> then great you know that you can continue that relationship great. But if, but they, if they punch you in the face, you have your then answer. We, <laughs> then we contact the police. Yes. Correct. 
and or you call your friends and they go punch him and hypothetically put that. shrimp in his the shrimp I in his curtain rods that. thing did not age well from the last episode <laughs> we like we're like hypothetically if you went to this person's house and hypothetically put shrimp in their <laughs> oh curtain rods God. and like let them rot and i was listening to it i was like that did not age well that i also that have a tiktok well. that said why did olivia rodriguez have to come out with good for you when i'm 20 in the happiest relationship i've ever been in my life uh if i heard this when i was 16 i would have committed arson and then i like duetted myself and i was like hey girly this did not age well <laughs> <laughs> I haven't posted it yet. Though. That's funny as fuck. That's funny as fuck. I really love that. But for real, yeah. I know, communication is something I feel like I've. Oh, oh Billy wants to Billy, Mike, give him all the mics. Uh, no, that's mics. gonna mess up the sound. No, no. give Keegan, him one no. mic. Ah, he can't have all the mics. The mic's now attacking. <laughs> Trigger um, warning, mics. It's. For me, I've been I've been in a couple of toxic relationships too. Actually, that's why I really like editing this podcast. Actually, this like mm-hmm. toxic relationship is with the podcast. <laughs> you fucking it's with, hate it's with Billy's bitches. <laughs> <laughs> too many bitches. It's a problem. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yep. Oh, it's good. Okay. So, quick pause, real quick. Yeah. I was saying, what if we give um, Rachel's microphone to Billy for the long term? I don't think the fourth one's plugged up. Is it? Not it's not. Good. I can okay. see it right now. Never mind. Okay. Then. Well, next podcast. <laughs> next yeah. Podcast. No. Let's set up next podcast. Here we can share mine. We're going back. <laughs> okay. I uh, just got one thing I want to add. Um, I've noticed that like when both people, when I'm giving all I can and my partner is giving all they can, and um, and they really care, an argument can be so fulfilling mm-hmm. to both sides. Like the next day, we'll be so close if we both gave it our all, like if we both wanted something good out of it. But if one person is like, they're like, they got one foot out the door and they're mm-hmm. trying to get out the door, like they're not going to actually give in that that argument. Like They're not actually going to open up and try to get all that problem solved. But I've noticed that that's when I'm closest with somebody. It's like after we have an issue, we argue, boom, and we both give it our all, so close after that moment. Say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> no, that's what I, I remember like saying. It's not supposed to be me versus you. It's supposed to be us versus the problem. And like when both of you are, arguments can be beneficial if the, per, if the issue changes afterwards. If you talk about it and the issue changes, it goes backwards if you've talked about, hey, this bothers me, and then they continue to do it. That is a red flag. But yeah, at the beginning of a lot of my relationships, and my last one especially, I was so happy with how we communicated. It's what I had always asked for. Um, my second boyfriend, his type of communication was just what he grew up with, um, yell at each other. And I don't yell, so it was kind of uh, horrible. And so just me getting yelled at. And so I was so happy with how our communication was. And that's what I think. Once someone has one foot out the door, they no longer care if they hurt your feelings. And so they can apologize all they want for saying like a really horrible thing during an argument. But if you both are giving, not giving 50-50, you're giving like 100% both of you. That stuff isn't going to happen. You aren't going to say things that you like regret. Because I remember it used to be like, okay, this is an issue that bothered me. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. I will not do it again. And then like, that was it. And like, it didn't have to turn into like anything escalated more than that. And that's what like, that's what every relationship is a learning curve because that's, something I know I want like the next time if I'm like talking to someone and they even 
start to get weirdly defensive very quickly or like raise their voice, I know I'm out. Because like if they're doing that in the beginning, it's only going to get worse. And I think that's also something a really good, that's a phenomenal point from both Billy and Rachel. Good job. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like that also brings up another point is like if you, there are certain relationships that will bring out in the, the worst in each other. And that's also something to remember if you, if you're like listening to this podcast and you're like, oh my gosh, I am the toxic person they are talking about or stuff like that. Um, <coughs> cough break. <laughs> Just remember that we certain people can bring out toxic sides in us. That does not excuse the toxic uh, actions because there's still actions that hurt you or someone else. But just remembering that just because you have these actions that you do some like just because you have done these actions before, but you're not continuing them doesn't make you a bad person. doesn't make you a toxic person for doing toxic actions in the past and then learning from them. It's also like very important to remember the term reactive abuse because uh, I caught myself doing like after my second relationship ended, that was two years of me being trained essentially to act a specific way. And so after that, I had no idea who I was or how, who I wanted in a relationship or how I'm supposed to be in a relationship. And like I was still learning like my love languages. I was still learning who I really was without this person. And I realized that like, I like I'm not like a jealous or like angry person and that person made me one like I found out he was cheating because I looked through his phone shouldn't have been cheating but I shouldn't have looked through his phone (laughs) so like my last relationship I never would have like I completely trusted this person I never would have looked through his phone um so it's stuff like that where I had to like almost remind myself like hey you're not in that relationship anymore like you don't need to like do that toxic thing and so just like stuff like that Someone can bring out, even if you've done one of these things, even if you've raised your voice, uh, thrown something across the room, not near the person or something, sometimes it is brought out the worst in you, like other people. And people can bring out the best in you too and like the worst. And I think that's a really good way to put it. And like just remembering that if you're, if you understand and you've noticed that these actions are hurting people around you or you notice that these actions are hurting yourself, if you continue doing those, that's whenever you become that toxic person that we talk about that's demonized mm. because you're consciously being like, you're, you're consciously ac- accept, accepting <laughs> that issue. Yeah, you're, you're not taking any accountability. And I think that's a big difference between like in growth is like whether or not you look back and take accountability for your actions or even apologize. Like it may have been a year, but like that could bring closure to a person. And like, it's all about realizing what you did and being like, I will never do that again. And then truly never doing it again. Yeah. I've, I've talked to, there was like a friendship that ended really, really messily. And like several years later, like it was Three or four years later, I was looking through my phone, my old phone that she sent this na- nasty text message. And I was just it's like, me. That's Keegan. <laughs> I've known her for like Keegan's 57 toxic. years. <laughs> no, Keep Britney uh, Spears. <laughs> we need to comment over it so that we don't <laughs> get like, we're not even monetized. But anyway, um, <laughs> sued, yeah. Uh, but. It was a, you Talk got a nasty friendship. text. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I I got a really nasty text from that person because it just ended very messily, and I was just like, hey, I. Several years later, I was like, I know that 
that was a shitty way for that to end. And I I know that I wasn't the only person at fault in this, but I'm sorry for any of the actions that I did. And we don't talk still, which mm-hmm. is perfectly fine because we also there's a huge age gap. But it was a friendship. It was, a friend. it was like a babysitter's daughter, and she was awful. So, oh yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, like you know, I saying that it it also helps alleviate your conscience conscience of it because you seeing like even if I saw this horrible person, like you know, if this person like not them, I'm saying like just make up a person. Um, this ho- person did something absolutely horrible me to me, and several years later they come back and be like, hey, not trying to be friends necessarily, but. I'm sorry for all the like crappy things I did. That still brings a little bit more peace to whatever the issue was. It might not fix it all the way, and I'm not saying it will, but you know, it helps alleviate some of that trauma that comes mm-hmm. with whatever it is, that lasting impact. Yeah. And with that being said, I feel like it one of my biggest pet peeves <coughs> is whenever people are like, I miss the old me. Like I miss this, 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 and this. And I was like, You know, there's a lot of PTSD and, like, trauma and insecurities that, like, happen in every single relationship. Not saying that these these relationships cause a trauma, but shit happens. Like, Mm -hmm. when you're with people, whether you do it to them or, like, whether it happens to them. And it's, like, you became this person, like, to move on from these things and to Mm -hmm. heal from these things. And I think that one of the hardest things when you start new relationships or you try to trust people and these things come back up again, it's really important to talk to them about it because that was one of the biggest red flags for me is when I would tell people like, hey, this really, really scares me and I, d- I don't like this like, I- and I don't care about your religion. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's not me. I respect you and I respect the reasons that you like care for this religion, but I am not going to convert to this religion or support this religion personally. But I support you and why you believe in this religion. And if people will try to convert you to do this or if people will try to change your mindset in any way, just being like, no, like, it's okay that I yell or no, it's like you need to you need to be this religion or no, like you should be this weight or no, you should act this way. You should blah, blah, blah. And I think that that's a really difficult thing. And when people start combating the things that you tell them that you believe are facts, like if I was if I was Christian, I would be like, I am Christian. That is not something I am changing about myself because that is who I am. You don't change that. Mm-hmm. You don't ask people to change that. I don't like yelling, so I'm not going to stand for people yelling at me. Uh, you don't you try see, to change that about people. Did you see the, I think you did, the video I made where the quote said, I will only be this version of me once. Let me sit back and enjoy it or something Aww, like that where it's like sweet. each time you're a different version of yourself and there's like meaning for that and i've had like i changed like the little widgets on my phone to like these quotes and like one of them says i will never shrink myself to fit in someone's life ever Aww. again and so that's what i feel like the growth that like i miss the old you it's like it's because i miss the old happen. kanye <laughs> i thought of that too <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i like didn't mean to cut you off i just wanted to like I think that quote like really applies. It's like, yeah. I will only be with this version of me once. Like, let me just be her. Like, <laughs> yeah. And also like people that are like, I miss the old you. Well, there's a reason why I changed. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's for better or for worse, this is what I have right now. And if you're not accepting it, then we need to reevaluate this friendship or relationship. Because I'm not going to say, I'm not condoning like, you know, toxic things or anything like that, but more of like, 
you can't you can't change anyone and you can't wish like you can wish to change someone but in the end of the day you can't and so you know nothing good comes from someone being like i miss the old you Mm -hmm. like yeah you might miss the old me but she's not coming back they aren't coming back and that like thing about when they're like irritated about or picking fights about every little thing I like notice when that happens, I start changing who I am and what I'm doing in effort to not piss them off. And it's still, you might as well just be yourself and piss them off because they will find something. If they're wanting to leave, they will find something no matter how much you tiptoe around them. I would be sitting there breathing and I would still like, there was something, I was just driving and all of a sudden like my driving was an issue. And like, so if someone wants to leave, that's why I, after my first relationship, I will never beg someone to love me. Like I, because even if they stay for that day, they're still always thinking about leaving. So that's why the next times, every other time after my first relationship, I was only 16 in that one. Um, so obviously I just didn't know better. And every other relationship after that one, I never went, as soon as the guy said like, I want to leave, I was like, that really hurts, but okay. Like, because you can't. And if they come back, they come back. But, like, that brings up a, another really good point. Um, when, you know, you have these, have people um, or times in your lives whenever there's a there's a toxic relationship and you recognize that it's toxic, but you can't leave, you know, a lot of times it's, not all the time, but, like, a lot of times, you know. Familial relationships. Yeah, familial relationships. <coughs> they know you can't leave. That, mm. but also, like, a lot of times you put your worth into other people, into things. I was taught to have a more simplified version of this. Um, I was talking to my boyfriend and, you know, we were talking about Snapchat and how he really wants to end streaks because they don't, they don't make sense. You know, mm-hmm. you're not having quality content, like quality time with these people. You're just sending pictures of your face. And he was like, I don't, I don't know why. I, he's like, but I can't. I feel like nobody would like me after that. Uh, or no one would like I, I would feel like nobody wants to talk to me if so, like if I didn't get that interaction and I was like well are you putting your worth in yourself at that point or are you putting your worth into the snapchat notifications mm. and that's a big point I feel like that goes for in relationships whenever you're wanting someone so bad to not leave you you have to sit, sit back and think like where am I putting my worth or if you're fitting yourself into their box <coughs> If you're you're putting mm-hmm. you know shrinking, shrinking yourself. yourself to fit into someone's life <laughs> exactly is like where am I putting my worth? Am I weighing is is it in myself or mm-hmm. am I basing it off of what these compliments that people give me? Am I basing it off of this look that someone gives me? And that's a hard thing. It's hard to. It's easy to say, oh, I I'm gonna put it myself. So now we're not having <laughs> toxic relationships. That's not how that works. It's not a night and day thing. Girly, I say that after every time. I'm like, no more codependent toxic relationships. And then one guy, white guy wearing glasses, is like, hey, be codependent with me. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, not anymore, bitches. I'm off the market. I'm I'm dating. She I'm off dating the grand bitches. I'm dating Keegan and Sydney Correct. and Maddie. You're gonna have to fight off three bitches and to yourself. get to me. And, <laughs> and yourself. So true. So true. I'm yeah. taking myself to TJ Maxx tomorrow. I oh, would. You want to go with? together? Yeah. Is it a date? Can no. we hold hands? Yes. It's <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. When I got my tattoo, I actually joked to Manny. I was like, let's get matching tattoos. And then I go, she goes, yeah. And I go, you'll never break up with me, will you? And I see the tattoo artist's eyes widen. And I was like, wait, no, no, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> was like, I wasn't even going to judge the amount of couples that come in here and get their names on each other is insane. And I was like, oh uh, my God. Genuinely, though, I I liked the feeling of a tattoo and I already want one again. So I see what they 
are telling you about like an, an addiction and I may genuinely get matching ones in that. Dude, <laughs> I would love to get a matching tattoo with you guys. We could get like a little microphone or something. I don't know. I think that would be fun. So cute. Okay, okay. Um, hang on a second. I love you guys to death. Can we continue this for at least a year before we get microphone <laughs> matching tattoos? No, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't want, yeah. I don't want a, a tattoo that might fade into an innuendo or like some <laughs> suspicious object. Yeah, I was just thinking of very, and in some like, of the drawings, it looks very phallic. Ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many tattoo ideas that I want, but I'm not allowed to have. So it will be many years before I'm allowed to get a tattoo, but I got a list already. I got four tattoos. Mm-hmm. So let's just add on the list. Because the I'm getting them. Yeah, I actually, I meant to tell this on the podcast. I didn't tell you guys beforehand because I was going to say it on the podcast. Uh, you guys already know I got, probably not the people listening, but you guys. Um, <laughs> I got a ladybug tattoo in honor of my grandma Linda, who we love. We Ladybugs were a thing when she was alive and then she died. Throwback and, to the spooky episode. Yes. And so sh- I mentioned in that that she sends me ladybugs as a sign for things. I actually said out loud to my mom, I wonder if she would have even liked the tattoo. Like, I wonder if she would have disapproved of the tattoo if she could see it. And my mom was like, no, I bet she would have got matching ones. The next night, I've not seen a ladybug in probably six months. The next night, there's one above my head. It's cold outside, too, by the way. Ladybugs aren't out now. Okay, I'm on the second floor, too. There's How did it get get in here and... Our second floor is huge. Out of all the places it could have landed, why was it above my head? And so it was fully alive. And so I like went to sleep. And when I woke up the next morning, it was still there. And then it was like in a different spot of my of my room later. So it just stayed with me all night. And I'm like, that she's, she likes the tattoo. She heard me say I wasn't sure she liked the tattoo. And she wanted to tell me she likes it. That's an ex-boyfriend, That's really Cam. <laughs> <laughs> That's a creative, creepy ex-boyfriend Cam who's very mad about the shrimp shower curtain. That's what that <laughs> sounds like. No, we never did the shrimp shower curtain. We would oh. not do the shrimp shower curtain only because um, okay. we like not being arrested. <laughs> oh, I accidentally licked it. Oh, oh. she licked the mic. <laughs> <laughs> very much well, beauty blender-esque uh, if you ever wondered what it was like to chew a beauty blender it sucks all the moisture out of your crunchy mouth. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> genuinely it's, get out <laughs> i walked into victoria's secret yesterday and i was like i was looking at the underwear and their fucking g-strings and i literally god. the only noise i would make when i walked past them and the huge crowd of people was <laughs> literally why <laughs> why <laughs> It sucks it up. It doesn't look how you think I it's going to look. I hate that we're about to end on this note. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. We have four more minutes. And just like your trauma, suck it up. <laughs> just suck it up. That's not We all got to deal with it. No, I'm just we, kidding. We I'm kidding. therapy here. Therapy. I yes. love that for you. Is, is there anything that Spill you guys... <laughs> is there anything that you guys would like to add before we wrap up this podcast? I genuinely want to express how many times I got told every time I was hurt, I know it feels like it'll never get better, but it will. And every single time I want to be like, fuck off. Like you, you don't understand this feel. I feel like I'm in a dark pit and I'll never like scratch my way out. And like, I'm going to feel like this forever. I'm going to remember this in two years of it, how much pain I'm in. And then sure enough, three months later, like you barely remember, like, of course, you're always going to have scars from it. Yeah. But I literally, I used to hate when people were like, it gets better, but it does. And like, genuinely. And it gets worse. You can, and because healing isn't linear. Life isn't linear. Like, 
you could be amazing one day. I am. I feel great. I feel great for the past four days. I could wake up tomorrow and start sobbing. Don't. <laughs> I could wake up tomorrow and just like start sobbing hysterically. And that's fine because I know eventually I'm going to be back to myself again. That's a really good uh, point to bring up because, you know, relationships, while there's different feelings for all of, like, hang on a second. Let me, let me figure out what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so relationship breakups are very similar to um, a death in the sense. Now, hear me out. You this. kill them. Yeah, yes. <laughs> hear me out on this. Because homicidal thoughts. Homicidal thoughts. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> um, in the sense that you are mourning a relationship. You're mourning the death of that relationship. Now, they are two very different aspects. They are two very different things. And um, they everyone feels things to a different extreme. Um, but in the sense of the healing process is very similar. Mm-hmm. You will go through great days. You'll go through bad days. You'll go through the five steps of grief. I was about to say that. Like, you really do. Like, your anger, denial, like, bargaining. I was so pissed two days ago. Like, unreal. I was typing in my no- little notes app. I'm so glad I didn't send it. But, like, <laughs> you really do go through, like, all of the stages of grief. Yeah. And it's really important to remember that, you know, the the more that you really, genuinely, it's kind of one of those things where, the more that you grow and continue to make yourself a better person, the pain almost stays at the same level, but your the the like your ability to take that pain, your ability to see rationally see like different aspects and different sides of a problem grows. And so like think of it like a jar. You know, if you put an or like the pain is the Oreo <coughs> in the jar, that jar just gets bigger. The Oreo stays the same size. Mm-hmm. I saw a, and that's what i remember telling you actually that i have when i am mourning this relationship i am not mourning the person that things happen after we broke up i am not mourning the person he was when we broke up and things were not great i am mourning the relationship that we had the love we had and when i do get that little like sting in my heart it's when i'm thinking about memories that we had a while ago and so that's what it's just you know, we talked about people change and sometimes I feel like you're allowed to just mourn the old person they were, even if they're still alive, a part of a part of them that you had with you died. Mm-hmm. Like you had a piece of that person and that piece is now dead. Yeah, and it's very important to remember that aspect of if that relationships end for a reason and um, remembering that, like especially if somebody changes, flips as a switch, um, that that's not the person that broke up with you is not the person that you got together with even even if it is a positive relationship because their mind has been your mind has changed their mind has changed but just remembering that like i think that would help in the sense of like constantly coming back especially in high school you see those relationships where they have broken up five times Mm -hmm. um just remembering that like there's a reason why you broke up in the first place if you can fix that great but just remember that there's a reason why you it takes a while yeah and it's gonna be a scar it's you can never fully heal from that also it is over an hour now it's one minute but yes (laughs) time heals everything yeah that 
Yes. Yes. Applause. I um, used to hate when people said that to me too. And sure enough, they're always fucking right. <laughs> yeah. It's seriously time heals everything because you learn how to cope with things in a healthy way. Keyword healthy. And you don't have to react. Like when somebody sends you like an angry text, just like, yo, fuck you. You did this, 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 and this. You didn't listen to me. You can immediately go back and be like, yo, fuck you too. Like you didn't do this, 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 and this. Wait a day. No matter how bad you want to respond, wait one day. And talk to them with a calm manner and be like, you're right. I did these things wrong, but the way that you're talking to me right now is not right. You can communicate with people like the shit that people did wrong to you in the past, the trauma, whatever that you need to get over. But you also need to communicate what's wrong now. I would like to end on this sentence if you guys are okay with that. The feminine urge to tell a guy I know a place and then just drop him off at therapy. I that place is not familiar to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you All right. so much Outro for song. Wait. Thank you so much for listening. Um go check out our other uh, episodes if you have not cuz you need to be a real fan. Come on. Anyways, but yeah, this is Trauma Tuesdays. Emphasis on the trauma in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> to giving Billy a microphone. Woo. Okay. Woo. Outro. Drink hard tonight. <laughs> Billy's bitches. Billy, BBs. <laughs>